This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello once again, Radio Family. Thank you for the great company. It is that time to welcome you back to the weekend edition of Community Focus, heard on our Odyssey stations. Another fine opportunity to engage in great conversation with members of our Community Focus family. And I do have definitely a family member. I don't know, Antonio, is this the first time we're speaking? I mean, we're nearly halfway into the middle of 2021. But I know we we speak off air quite regularly. First of all, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. I'm doing fine. How are you? Doing well. Of course, Radio Family, this voice should be very familiar to many of you. Antonio McCoy, who, of course, is a business coach and is with MC Howard Business Coaching. Always good to have you on board and glad that you and the family are doing well. It's great to have you back on the show. Thank you. It's good to be back, and 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 everybody's doing well in the family. Good. You know, thank, thank you know, thank God, and, and and like I said, um, so it's good to be with the family once again. Absolutely, always great to have you here on our public affairs program. You just really share with us and pass along some excellent knowledge, and of course, today will be no different. But we're kind of on an uh, an unusual topic of discussion, and I say that Antonio because we're going to talk about as we do get our conversation underway, something known as emotional intelligence. Now, many of our radio family may not be familiar with that. So let's get that conversation starting by asking exactly what it is and why is it necessarily so important? Well, emotional intelligence is about you being knowledgeable first about what emotion you're experiencing and more importantly, how that emotion is influencing you to show up in the relationships that you may have at work Mm -hmm. or that you may be having at home um, with anyone that you, that you interface with is understanding how those emotions influence you. Um, Most people don't, don't know they're not aware. Um, And a lot of times, especially in a leadership position, um, don't understand why their people aren't performing and emotional intelligence um, has a lot to do with it. It's actually one of the top 10 um, characteristics that are sought after um, in candidates for leadership roles. Wow. Well, I certainly, and that's why I say I always love the fact that that I bring the experts here on the program because it's something that I personally have not been uh, familiarized with and to now know what it is. Now, let me ask you this. How did you learn about emotional intelligence? Where did your knowledge of this derive from? 
so you know, I do coaching on the executive side as well. Right. And and with COVID, you know, happening, um, it kind of you know required that leaders have a different set of skills. Yeah. And and so um, I had the opportunity. Um, I was getting my master coach, and in 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 training, my coach um, introduced a new um, uh, emotional intelligence assessment, and he he spoke very highly of it. And so um, I looked into what it would cost to become a certified practitioner. Mm-hmm. And so um, you know, I went after it and and learned uh, through the training the same way I did became, became uh, becoming certified as a coach. I went through the training to become certified as an AI practitioner with Genos, and it's just been remarkable wow. um, once you understand, mm-hmm. you know, how your emotions uh, deal with you. I'll just put it that way. Yeah. Well, I'm going to follow that with a wow, sir, in that. And let yeah. me backtrack a little bit because, you know, all of us may not be aware of the term, but like you said, for those who are in a leadership role, especially with you being a business coach and many that you coach, I'm sure, are part of our radio family and they tune in and listen to our public affairs show, yeah. such as Community Focus. So quite a, so there may be some who are uh, familiar with that terminology. So my next question to you is this. What do we need to understand about emotional intelligence, especially for those of us that are just learning about it today? It's really this simple. How people feel mm-hmm. about something yeah. is how well they perform. So, so if, if I don't feel good about where I work, if I don't feel good about the work I'm doing, mm-hmm. um, then that affects my performance. If we take it outside the work environment, if, if I don't feel good about the person that I may be married to, I may be dating, I may be living with, mm-hmm. that affects how I show up when I get home or in that relationship. Right. You know, if I'm, if, even if I'm at home, you know, when you wake up in the morning, you know, emotional intelligence takes over you know and and um you know it's just really um you know important to understand that how you make people feel Mm -hmm. when they experience you has everything to do with how they perform and antonio i really appreciate this because i believe you just touched on this a few moments ago as as far as emotional intelligence and particularly what role it plays pre-covid And now I guess we can reference post-COVID, even though COVID-19 is still with us and we don't have a definite timetable as to when COVID-19 will no longer be the case. But I can only imagine the emotional roller coaster that this has probably brought about for a lot of people. Because, and we have likely talked about this, I don't know if it was just you or me per se, but at least the conversation has been about here was a pandemic that very few of us even heard about, let alone knew what the ramifications of it has been. And we've been seeing in just the last year alone the massive changes that have taken place, and not just physically but particularly emotionally. And I think you did an excellent job on focusing on at least two primary areas, how it's affected us in the workplace and how it's affected us in our relationships, whether our spouses, our children, our parents, just any and all persons that we, we interact with on a daily basis. Yes. 
how you make them feel, okay, will determine how they engage you. And we're going to get deeper into that in a moment, but it's so important we understand that. Absolutely. And with that said, what are the competencies of emotional intelligence? So, so we observe six. Um, there are actually seven. Now, we actually have emotional intelligence for selection. So when you're getting ready to hire somebody, we actually have an assessment for selection. That covers seven competencies. But for this, for this call or this, you know, event, we're going to look at the six. Okay. Um, it's self-awareness, mm-hmm. awareness of others, authenticity, emotional reasoning, self-management, and inspiring performance. Thank you very much for that. I'm hoping within the second half of the program, we can do a little bit of a breakdown on each one. So definitely... Uh, make sure, especially for those who join us later in our conversation, we'll repeat that information. But off to a fantastic start, as always. I'm making up words now. I'm sorry. You know, sometimes lack of sleep will do that to you occasionally. But always great conversation with you. In fact, let me me squeeze in one more question, uh, Antonio, before we do go to the break of the morning. Talk about the, the, the journey that our emotions have a tendency to take to influence our behavior. So if, if, if you can imagine there's there's an event, okay, mm-hmm. that takes place. It's the science of emotions. There's an event. That event could be the way you look at someone. It could be the tone of your voice. Right. Um, it could be something that you say. But what happens is that triggers the emotional brain, okay? And that emotional brain can go one of two ways. It can go to the reward brain, which means useful, I'm satisfied, meaningful, valued. You know, I feel that way. Or it could go to the threat brain, not useful. Mm-hmm. Um, there's concern, there's worry, there's frustration, there's stress. And typically what I, I like to say about the threat brain is, you know, um, you know how when, when someone feels threatened, you know, that adrenaline hits yeah. and, and the blood goes to your extremities. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to do one of three things. You're going to fight. You're going to flight. Okay, or or you're gonna freeze. Okay, that that's what we do when we become scared, right. okay, or feel threatened. And and in either of the situations when we you know talk about the threat side of the brain, none of those behaviors are productive. Okay, it, whether it's in an organization, organizational environment, or it's in an environment at home. Okay, um, you know, fight means there's conflict. It means I'm not open to your ideas or anybody else's. Right. You know, um, flight means you know what I'm out of here. I'm looking. I'm, I'm out of the relationship, or I'm out of the you know uh, the organization. I'm looking for another job. I'm not present, which again means I'm not productive. Or some folks do nothing. Mm-hmm. So so understanding that that event can trigger the brain to go in two directions. Once you know the brain decides, you know this is reward or this is a threat, it goes to the thinking brain. And if it's reward, we decide to engage. We become creative. Right. When we solve problems and we become lateral, we engage people on the team. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, conversely, on the threat side of the thinking brain, our thinking is narrow. We're limited um, in our approach and we become disengaged. Okay. So as long as we understand, again, I go back to how we make people feel. Right. And if we make people feel threatened that they got to go to threat brain. And again, it could be any event. It could be an argument, Mm -hmm. you know, that that makes them feel threatened. It could be your tone of voice. It could be your position. Mm -hmm. 
okay? If, as long as a leader or as an individual that you understand that, then you've got to decide, you know, how you're going to show up to hopefully get someone to their reward brain, okay, to where they're engaged, they're creative, and they're lateral, as opposed to, to putting them in, in, in threat mode as far as the threat brain. Because mm-hmm. once they go to threat brain, it, it's hard to get them back. You, you can get them back, but it takes time. It takes time. And that's that's exactly yeah. what I was thinking, too. Well, that is definitely some incredible information to take in. And it just says to me personally, Antonio, what a wonderful gift we have with when it comes to the brain and the ability it has to do all that it does. I think sometimes oh, yeah. we may have a tendency to kind of take it for granted, and we don't. Sure. I think sometimes we, we forget really how powerful our brains can actually be, especially as it regards to emotional intelligence. Well, thank you, my friend, yes. for giving us excellent information and definitely something to think about as it relates to the brain. So yeah. let, let's take a break and, and let all this sink in to our brains with the information okay. that you have given us thus far. Great company, as always, and always great to talk to you here on the weekend edition of Community Focus. Thank you. You're so welcome. And thank you, Radio Family. Great company, as always. Indeed, we will take a break and we'll return to share a more great conversation. You are listening to the Weekend Edition of Community Focus, and we will be back right after this. And we do return with more of the Weekend Edition of Community Focus, heard every weekend and right here on our Odyssey stations. Thank you for the great company, Radio Family. Welcoming some of you who may just be joining us, as always. Appreciate your company and certainly that of members of our Community Focus family. He's definitely family around here. Antonio McCoy with MC Howard Business Coaching. Uh, Antonio, of course, you serve as as a business coach, and many members of our radio family likely are are very familiar with uh, your coaching style. So thank you very much for coming back for the second half of our public affairs program. We were really getting into a deep conversation about emotional intelligence, why it's so important. And before we went to break, we were actually looking at the journey our emotions take to uh, influence our behavior. And earlier, just to get those caught up who may not have been with us in the first half of the program, you mentioned six competencies that yes. are self-awareness, awareness of others, authenticity, emotional reasoning, self-management, and inspiring. And I appreciated the fact that you were so willing to break those down one at yes. a time to where we talk about the triggers that we either hear or see as regards to what you mentioned as the threat brain and likewise for the reward brain. So let's start with uh, seven, uh, self, rather, awareness. If I can get my tongue together here and get the words out. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so some of the things we measure under self-awareness, there, there are seven behaviors or seven things we measure under each competency. So we cover 42 different areas. Mm-hmm. So under self-awareness, one of the seven is aware of their strengths and limitations, okay? Right. So uh, a lot of times where that comes into play is, is a lot of times, even from a career development standpoint, mm-hmm. a lot of people aren't aware of what their strengths are, okay? Yeah. And, 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 and they don't use those strengths to create an edge for themselves. But most importantly, they don't understand their limitations, okay? Because that means they don't take the time to know, you know what, I'm not good at this. I need to hand this off to somebody who this is their strength because it's not mine. Right. Um, so being aware, the self-awareness, 
being aware of, you know, yeah, this is what I'm good at. So, so I'm going to make sure, you know, I spend my time or as much of my time as possible, you know, in this area and using this area to be successful. I know I'm not so good at this. So I'm going, I'm going to hand this off to Renee because I know Renee is good at this because ultimately leaders have to be infatuated because this is what they're paid for mm-hmm. to get results. Right. Okay. And, and if it's a, if it's a limit for me, but a strength for you, I need to hand it off to you. Right. Okay, so you can run with it because you can do it with one hand tied behind your back and one eye closed. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I need to hand that, you know, hand that off to you. Same thing with in a house, in a household. You know, if, if, if a husband's good, you know, I'll just use it as an example, good with making decisions, right. but, but, but the wife is good at managing the finances, that's a limitation for me. I right. need to hand that off to her. Yeah, exactly. You know, right. because again, at the end of the day, it's going to help us get the results that we want to achieve for our family because it's not a strength for me. Yeah. So being aware of, of where you're good and where not and taking the appropriate action mm-hmm. um, is a big part of self-awareness. Absolutely. And that's excellent because it makes me think of basically, Antonio, at least in my mind, that this is what contributes to a partnership. It's, it's like you said, when, when a person is well aware of what they are good at, and I don't want to say what they're, they're bad at. I don't think that's really the, the most appropriate word to use, but it's something where, like you said, yeah, they, they just have a weakness in that particular area. Yeah. But when you do hand it off to someone who is a little bit stronger in that area, that, that mm-hmm. helps, like you said, the situation to where in the end you know, both parties benefit, basically. They win. They yeah. do win. You, you, you said something that was key, and I believe is going to probably be a game changer for a lot of people that are listening. You, you, you opened up your, your conversation. You said, you know, what comes to mind is partnering. M- most people don't think of their boss. Yeah, as, as a partner. partner. <laughs> right, exactly. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Most, boss, most bosses don't think of their employees as, as partner. their partners. Mm-hmm. Okay, but but you hit it on the head when you said that. Wow, and I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, look how smart so, you are. Kiss your brain, Renee. <laughs> Kiss your brain. Well, thank you very much. I will take that definitely <laughs> as a compliment. But see, that's yeah. what really just amplifies, or I guess reemphasizes. I can't think of the word. I'm just so excited right now, Antonio. Why I so appreciate having a public affairs program such as this because. It really alludes to the fact that information and knowledge is power and how when we bring that knowledge and especially when we share it with others. And it's so rewarding to me to see, and I'm sure it is for you as well. And that's why you do what you do as a business coach, because you really are helping individuals become stronger in those areas that that may be weakened and even in areas where they're already strong there's always room for improvement we're constantly learning we're constantly taking in knowledge and this is one of a one of the great ways i think to do so absolutely Absolutely. but thank you for that i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna take that pat on the back absolutely i appreciate that (laughs) let's talk about the next uh competency awareness of others what role does that play so, so one one um, you know thing we look for there is accurately view situations from the perspective of others. Mm-hmm. So, you know, emotional intelligence is big about empathy. 
Yes. Okay. And right. so, you know, a lot of times in, in our, in our, I would say in our unintentional uh, ability to be selfish, I'm going to use unintentional as a word. Right. Sometimes we, we, we neglect um, the opportunity to see things from another person's point of view. So, so being aware of others um, and, and, and actively pursuing uh, skilling up in that area, you know, one thing you can do is, is, do your best to view things um, from from someone else's perspective. Right. That's a yeah. very good way yeah. to, to 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 look at that particular situation. And again, that's that's another thing that goes back to what we were talking to about as far as that partnership, especially yeah. in relationships when we talk about spouses. And like you were mentioning earlier, yeah. we don't necessarily mm-hmm. think about that as with our boss and, and vice versa. The boss doesn't think that about us. But yeah, it's really important to be in a situation where we are really focusing on the awareness of others. Let's go to our... Well, can I can I share one more sure, thing on that? Sure, absolutely. There's one other area where that particular one really plays big. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the high schoolers who are seniors, yes, and 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 juniors who have had to go to school virtually, mm-hmm. and parents who are frustrated at home, right? That, that they can't understand why their kids are behaving mm-hmm. the way that they're behaving. Yes, you know, when we went to school, you know, we went to school every day. We had activities. Mm-hmm. We had graduation. We, we had sports uninterrupted. Right. And and our kids are now having to do something that we have no clue of how to deal with because we didn't have to go through it. Very true. And and in this sense, you know, accurately viewing the situation from their perspective really gives you some insight on why they probably are behaving the way that they're behaving right now. That's a good point. Very yeah. good point. Thank you for, for bringing that to the conversation as well so our our third of the six competencies in a word and i'm 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 laughing antonio because during during the break i was like well how do you spell authenticity (laughs) it's one of those words that you think about it but then you write it down and you're like huh i'm not quite sure about the spelling but as long as i can read my handwriting i'm good so yes let's talk about authenticity let's let's expand on that one Okay, so so authenticity. One I'll pick from there is is open about their thoughts, mm-hmm. their feelings, and and their opinions. And I want to bring clarity what, to what being open yes. means. Being open does not mean that they share. Meaning, I'm going to share my thoughts and opinions with you. That's not what we're talking about. It just means again we're open to other perspectives mm-hmm. about our thoughts, our feelings, and our emotions. Right. Or does that make sense? That does. It makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah, because that can be misconstrued, you know, it's open about, you know, their thoughts, their feelings, you know, meaning it's not saying that we're sharing here. Mm -hmm. It's just saying, you know what, um, I'm feeling this way, Renee, about, you know, this that happened. You know, what do you think about that? Am I am I tripping or or am I on point? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, That's what we're talking about there. Gotcha. Gotcha. And yeah. and thank you for, for ex- explaining that in further detail as well. So we go from authenticity to our next of the six competencies, emotional reasoning. Let's get a breakdown on that. Explains the rationale behind decisions being made. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some organizations that, that are going through some restructuring right now. I'm coaching some executives that their organization is going through restructuring and the people that are going to be impacted mm-hmm. through the restructuring, you know, who may have to apply 
you know, for new positions because their positions are eliminated, explaining the rationale behind certain decisions and changes that are being made will will definitely keep people in reward brain because right. they're already in threat brain if they know a reorganization is coming. Exactly. But, but you have a greater opportunity to move them to the reward brain mm-hmm. if you can explain to them the rationale behind why certain decisions were made. Absolutely. And, and I think that, too, Antonio, and I'm, I'm so glad that we're having this discussion, of course, is going back to that had to have been for a lot of businesses when COVID-19 impacted and literally just changed the business structure, kind of turned it on its head, so to speak, particularly with a lot of our small businesses that, you know, have have been serving our communities for a number of years. And a lot of those businesses, unfortunately, because of COVID, we saw fold. And obviously, of course, by by no uh, choice from that particular small business owner. And that was likely really an opportunity in which many of them had to literally reinvent themselves. It it, it was definitely an opportunity um, to do that. Um, I don't know if you remember, I put out videos on LinkedIn during that time encouraging business. Hey, this isn't the time to crawl under the tent and get in the fetal position. Right. This is the time to be thinking about, you know what, my customers' needs are changing. Mm-hmm. How can I adapt to meet their changing needs as a result of COVID? Absolutely. You know, um, so, yes, you're right. Um, a lot of them, it, it was an opportunity to invent themselves or reinvent themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, 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 the only disappointing part about that is a, a lot of them, a lot of them didn't. Um, but but they sure could have. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest with you, not soliciting anyone, but that's why you hire a coach or a consultant right. to help you see what you can't see. Exactly. Um, you know. Um, but but yes, you're right. That that was the time to to be. I call it innovate. That's the time to innovate. Absolutely. Um, and and really for for a lot, uh, Antonio, as as you continue in in the wonderful work that you do in in helping by means of your business coaching you're still helping individuals to to innovate because look yeah. look at where we are now we are slowly as a result of a mass uh, vaccination effort to get mm-hmm. people back into not only the the workforce or the working environment we're slowly trying to get our kids back into the classroom, get them back to yeah. some degree of, of normalcy. Now, we'll, we'll likely never go back to where the things where things were before COVID, but slowly, right. you know, restructuring to doing things more on a routine basis, as mm-hmm. opposed to this time last year, we were still quarantined up in the house and we didn't know what right. to do. That's right. Yeah, that's right. You're absolutely correct. Yeah. Appreciate that. Appreciate this great conversation that we're having, Antonio, and taking this opportunity to welcome those of you who may be joining us and thanking you if you've been with us since the beginning of the program. Always wonderful support, Radio Family. I just cannot express that enough And saying thank you for listening to the weekend edition of Community Focus. We're talking about emotional intelligence, why it's so important. And we're going through the list of seven competencies with business coach Antonio McCoy and and the seven behaviors that are interlinked with those competencies. So that brings us to the final two. Let's talk a little bit and get the breakdown on self-management. That's our next competency. 
I picked one that I felt that was a biggie out of the seven. Yeah. Manages their emotions effectively in difficult situations. Okay? Mm-hmm. So so that means you're not yelling, you're not losing your temper. Right. Because you understand where that puts the people around you. If if you're losing your temper, if you're if you're, you know, yelling, if you're saying things to, to make it personal, that puts people in threat brain. Mm-hmm. They're not going to they're not gonna be productive. They're not gonna hear you. You know, they're they're either gonna fight, flight, or freeze. Yeah. You know, and, and, and like I said, understanding, you know, what your emotions influence you to do in a difficult situation is big emotional intelligence when it comes to self management. Wow. And that is a huge one. And I'm sure one that you incorporate uh, heavily when when dealing with individuals that you're working on from your coaching standpoint. I have to. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, hey, and I have to use it as a father raising a teenager. Oh, you know yeah. how teenagers can be. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think we have all been there and done that either as parents or when we were teenagers yeah. giving our parents oh, yeah. a fit, you know. Absolutely. Definitely a generational thing. So that does bring us down to our our final uh, competency. Antonio, let's talk a little bit about inspiring. So inspiring performance, um, the the one that I I select there helps you understand your purpose and contribution to the organization. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, And again, that could go outside the organization, help you understand your purpose and contribution. Your home is an organization. Your family is an organization. So the person that you're in a relationship with, right. you know, you know, do you help that individual understand? Do you remind them, you know, of their, you know, their contribution, you know, to the family and their purpose in your life? Mm-hmm. In the organizational environment, same thing. You know, you think about the reward brain, meaningful. Um, was a word that was used. You know, if if I'm working and using my talents and and my gifts, um, you know, uh, and walking within my purpose to advance the organization, then my work has more meaning uh, and I'm I'm more productive and and I'm I'm staying. I'm not going to look for another job. Right. You know, so that's really important. Absolutely. And I think uh, really of all the six of these, they really do intertwine with one another. Okay. Yes. At least that's how I look yes. at it. When when we go sure. back to self aware self awareness. I don't know why I'm so tongue tied today. Please forgive me, Antonio. Let me try okay. that again. Self awareness, okay. awareness of others, authenticity, emotional reasoning, self management, and inspiring. So it really falls under this one big umbrella as it relates to emotional intelligence. Yes. Yes. Wonderful. Absolutely. So remind can us. I of, share? Yeah. Yes. Please. Oh, go ahead. No. 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 I, no. I didn't know if you were gonna if you were gonna allow me to. Can I share some of the triggers? Yes, please um, do. So people can recognize absolutely when someone's in reward brain or threat brain. Please do. Okay. So, um, and again, this is in the organizational environment, and this is even at home. Okay. Um, if someone's in reward brain, they're going to feel valued. They're going to be happy. They're going to feel empowered. They're going to be confident. They're going to feel appreciated. They're going to be curious. Okay. Uh, they're going to be intelligent. They're going to bring their intelligence to the relationship because they know it's safe to do so. Right. Um, they're going to feel supported. Okay. All of those are things that you will see, you will hear um, with people who are operating in the reward brain. Right. Okay. Conversely, 
people who are operating in the threat brain, okay, they're going to feel threatened, irritated, miserable, Mm -hmm. anxious, nervous, frustrated, depressed, undervalued, micromanaged, unsupported, annoyed, unhappy. You know, so, so when you hear people saying these things, they're telling you right where they're at. Exactly. Okay. And, and I can tell you, COVID has caused a lot of people to be in threat brain. Yeah. Because anxiety, anxious is about the future. Absolutely. And the uncertainty with the future Very is, is, true. What, is what's happened there. Absolutely. That is a spot yeah. on point because it that's where a lot of us were, Antonio, and, and really to to a, a huge degree, even though some of that has been eased as a result of the vaccine, the question still remains, where are, where are things going to be six months from now? Where are things mm-hmm. going to be a year from now? Because there are many of us that do think in the area of long term as opposed to short term, because the short term in some situations, we can handle things that are happening in the here and now. But then the question becomes, what do we do further down the road? How do we prepare ourselves for situations like this so that when and if the next pandemic comes along, how do we handle our emotional intelligence. Where do we want to be? Where do we hope to be? Are we going to be in that threat brain or are we going to be in the reward brain? Yes. Yes. I'll share this one little tidbit with you. Sure. Okay. Everything you do in life is based upon your brain's determination Mm -hmm. to minimize danger or maximize rewards. Okay. So your brain is constantly looking for ways to minimize threats. Mm -hmm. Okay. And maximize rewards. It's the organizing principle of the brain. That's from Gordon from back in 2000. Mm -hmm. But once you understand that, how the brain works when it comes to emotional intelligence. Yeah. If, if, if minimizing a threat means I have to get away from you, mm-hmm. if minimizing a threat means I have to fight and defend myself. Absolutely. OK. Um, if minimizing a threat means, you know, you know how when you when, when someone says when, when you when you're attacked by a bear, you play dead so it doesn't bother you. Right. And, right. It, and it walks away. Exactly. And so do I have to freeze yeah, to minimize exactly. the threat? That, I consider that to be freezing. Exactly. OK. And, and, and then the brain wants to maximize rewards. Mm-hmm. Whatever I can do to feel useful, to feel meaningful, you know, um, to feel happy, the brain's going to do everything that it can, okay, to, to, to help, you know, that person experience that. Mm-hmm. And you got to decide whether it's a leader or whether it's a person, a partner, as you put it earlier, right. in a relationship, which side of this you're going to be on. Are yeah. you going to be on the threat side or are you going to be on the reward, the reward side? side? And most importantly, do you know? Exactly. The difference between the two. Very true. You know, Antonio, that also. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, you you finish. You finish. Not just do you know the difference between the two, but do you know where you are with that individual? Exactly. You know, are are you a threat to them? Do they see you as a threat Mm -hmm. or or do they see you as as reward? Very true. Around you as reward. Very true. And, you know, Antonio, that that makes me think, too, being aware of your surroundings and your situations Mm -hmm. with individuals, Mm -hmm. because that's where you have to decide if you're going to be the shrewd person who sees the danger ahead of time and acting on what to do to prevent that danger from taking place. 
Yeah. So you're the shrewd yeah. person that sees the danger and you actually do something about it. Yes. To prevent it and from you understand either. how it makes exactly, feel. exactly, and how you prevent it from either hurting you or hurting someone who is important to you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. This right. has been an absolutely wonderful and engaging conversation. You know, with me, I'm always saying how time flies, and that is just so literally true. Let me ask you perhaps one or two remaining questions. Now, first of all, remind us again why being emotionally intelligent is so important. Well, well first of all, the, the regular you know leadership skills are no longer enough. Mm-hmm. COVID nineteen totally changed. Um, how you had to lead people. It's not enough to be a servant leader. Right. You now have to understand, you know, how you make people feel. Right. Because you know how they feel determines how well they they perform. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Our feelings influence us to make decisions. It determines how we behave. And once again, you know, it determines how well we perform. So that's why it's so important that people around you aren't doing what you would like for them to do, whether mm-hmm. it's the organizational environment or it's at home, right. okay? You you may need to up your emotional intelligence. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So my last question for the day, my friend, where can we go to learn more and how do we get in contact with the right person and getting additional information in case we do have more questions? Okay. Um, you can visit my website, um, mchowardcoachingei.com, EI for Emotional Intelligence. Um, have have some blogs there um, that you can read. And um, <clears throat> if you want to engage me, um, you know, about some more information, I can be reached um, at Antonio at mchowardei.com. Um, my number, if you want to text me or call me, is 336-575-9920. Um, be happy to chat with you about uh, what you'd like to know about or answer your questions about what you'd like to know about emotional intelligence. Wonderful. Well, I have thoroughly enjoyed our chat today, my friend. Always good to talk to you. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Always great to talk with you. Thank you. I know without question I always leave this program learning something that I did not know before when we engage in great conversation. So you know with me, my friend, never any goodbyes. Just until next time. Yes, ma'am, indeed. Absolutely. And indeed, radio family, speaking of which, until next time, thank you for your great company and equally so the great things that you're doing in our communities. Keep up the great work. And until that next time that we can get together and engage in great conversation, thank you for listening. This has been the weekend edition of Community Focus. Please continue to stay safe. Take care of yourselves. And until that next time, have a great remainder of this weekend.